Hey there, welcome back. This is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for dropping by the Grace for Your Journey podcast. We are so glad to have you with us. We are in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Jesus is giving his Sermon on the Mount. He is given. Now, this is the longest sermon we have of Jesus and really begins. He begins to usher in the ethics and the values of his kingdom. Hello, which is very different from our kingdom. (laughs) His is right and ours is wrong. So he's ushering in all these realities. Now, he's coming to the end of his sermon and he begins to narrow the focus, narrow the focus. It's like he's getting more and more intense with what he's saying. So he comes to a part um, here that he hasn't said anything like this before. Um, so he comes apart where he says, beware, be on the lookout. There's danger out there. And this is what he says in verse 15. He says, now beware false prophets who come in to you with, uh, in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. So in a broader sense, Jesus says this. There's going to be some people that you're going to hear. And in today's world with the Internet, with podcasts, with everything. (laughs) Hello, I'm on a podcast. All right. With everything that we have, it is possible to get bad teaching. It's possible to hear false prophets. So how do we recognize them? Well, Jesus summarizes this section by saying, you'll know them by their fruits. So what are the fruits we need to be looking for to identify false prophets? Okay, first, they use extra biblical literature as authoritative. What does that mean? Christians for 2,000 years have used the Bible as the primary source of their teaching and their doctrine. The Bible says that all Scripture... It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, and for teaching. It is the Bible that has the that lays the foundation, and that is the foundation for what we believe. So anyone who begins to bring in other books as authoritative, not as collateral information, not as an example, not that, not using a philosopher as an example or an artist as an example, or even modern music as an example, but people who say that is authoritative, that's what we're building our teaching on. That's what we're going to build our life on. That is the first signal, the first sign that you're dealing with a false prophet or a cult. So if somebody invites you to a group that has two or three or four sacred texts, maybe the Bible, but two or three others, run away. Maybe the Bible and one other, run away. The Bible has to be the primary sole text for what we learn, how we grow, and how we live. Second, personality. There are false prophets and personality cults. Now, what does that mean? It means there will be a central figure who will be the head of the organization that runs and controls everything, and everything points to him. For example, years ago out of Korea, there was a group called the Moonies. Reverend Sung Young Moon was the leader. That got up to millions of followers. Moon was the personality leader of the cult. Now, as far as beliefs, they can vary uh, in a thousand different directions, but truly, they will not be taking the Bible in its correct understanding, to be sure. Next, you can know a false prophet or personality cult or any type of cult because they want to isolate you from your family. 
They will have secret services that only you and members can attend, that no one else can. Now, maybe they'll have open services. Oh, you could come to this meeting or that meeting. But when we go to our special place, when we go to our special room, when we go to our retreat center, when we go to our temple, you can know that they are a cult because Jesus never did that. Everybody was welcome to everything he said. Now, not everybody was always there, right? Because people come and go, and sometimes it was just his apostles. That's just how it worked. But as far as primary teachings, we're always totally out in the open. So you will know a false teacher or a false cult if they try to isolate you from your family. Like, for example, if you get married by a JOP and then you want to have their type of wedding, only people of their group can come. That includes your mom and dad. If they're not part of that group, they don't get to come. So that's one way to, to know if they're a false prophet or a person of the cult. Then, then finally, it'll be selfish and authoritative. Uh, false prophets will always be about themselves. They'll always be about gaining money, gaining power, gaining authority. That's what they're all, And this, this was true in Jesus' day, and it's true today. Jesus says at the end of this section, you will recognize them by their fruits. So what fruits should we look for? Peace, peace with God, peace with others, patience, in other words, long-suffering, you know, not getting angry quickly, peace, patience, goodness, just general goodness to everybody, people in their group, out of their group, around their group, just general goodness. If you see somebody with a flat tire, you stop and help. See see an older person trying to pull their garbage down the road, you go help. Just goodness. Kindness. Kindness. Matter of fact, that's a biblical reality. The Bible says it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. Just being kind. Uh, Love, uh, loving, and not loving with conditions, but loving generously. These are the types of fruits we look for in prophets, true prophets, true churches, and true believers. Look for them and find them. Connect with them, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you that you've given us your word to guide us into all truth. Help us to know it. Help us to learn it, to memorize it, and then to follow it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.